Hello, DGENs. How's everybody doing today? Good morning. It is week one kickoff. Welcome to Goose and Gambles. I'm your host, Jordan, and I'm sitting across the side of the classiest from Tallahassee. What's Tally going Joe. on, everybody? How are we doing today, Doing Joe? very good. Uh, college football's already had a, a pretty chaotic start, and uh, when your team's at the not, uh, not at the top anymore, uh, all you want is chaos. So let chaos reign. Let's start off a crazy weekend. I'll tell you right now, man, I'm, I'm bouncing back pretty strong since week zero. I've won the last three or four picks. I had a parlay. I had a teaser hit. I've had, I've had a pretty good thing. Thank you, West Virginia, for keeping it as close as it needed to be. That was my biggest play of Thursday. Yep. Uh, yesterday, I had the under on, who was it? I think it was UTEP. No, I'm sorry, Duke and Temple. Under 53 and a half, that easily hit. Was never a doubt. Duke only scored 30. I don't think the other team scored at all, but that's yep. what we expected. Awesome. So, hey, big news. Big news in the world of college football. We're getting 12 teams. How do you feel about uh, that, Joe? As someone whose uh, team is not projected to be in the top four, top 12 sounds great. <laughs> um, you know, uh, at some point, Florida State will return to our dynasty form, but uh, it's definitely not going to be this year. Probably won't be next year, um, but I don't know. More teams uh, makes for more fun matchups and more chaos, which is always more fun to watch. Yeah, and honestly, this is what I love about it. I think it makes the college or the conference championship so much more important than it is in previous years. So, from what I read, if you're a conference champion, you're an automatic right. bid, right? Top six conference yep. champions get in. Then it's at large at six. Now, the top four of the top six get buys. Correct. Of the conference champions. So, for example, last year, Baylor would have been your fourth seed with a buy. I mean, sure. I mean, if if it, if it matches up with what people think, um, I have no problem with that because the other teams still get their chance to win. Um, and I also like just the fact that no matter what. Notre Dame will never get a buy. <laughs> is that what is that what that means? <laughs> Absolutely. If they don't win a conference, they are at large. They are they are the Gonzaga of college football players. So yes, I love that. I, I uh, actually love that a they're lot. They're not gonna get now. <laughs> Yeah, so now they're stuck and they're gonna have to for like I think soon in the next two, three years, you're gonna see them in the conference. You might see them in the ACC, you might see them in the power two, big big ten. Yeah. Easy. So that's kind of why I love it. I like seeing the fluke. You're going to see some really shitty Pac-12 team that's in the bye week. Then they're going to have like the loser of, I don't know, Ohio State versus Michigan play as an at-large. I just hope that it's like like one of the conferences ends up losing all their good people. And then basically we have like the Big East gets a team or something like that. That's what I'm rooting for. Oh, man. UConn. As a conference well, champion. Uh, yeah, you know, so, uh, some people you going into this year thought UConn was going to be really bad. Turns out they're not as bad. <laughs> uh, when you mean those people, yes. you mean me, Joe? <laughs> I'm supremely confident, to quote uh, the great producer D, uh, and that one did not turn out well for us. <laughs> All righty, Joe. So we got a big slate today. A lot of the first round or 11 a.m. games have kicked off. Did you have any early morning games? Just um, I don't think so. What time is the UNC kickoff? Oh, the UNC kickoff is, uh, I guess, today at noon. 
I had uh, uh, so I had a thirteen point teaser. I had Colorado, which covered by one point last night, um, and then uh, and then I have UNC plus fourteen and a half, uh, Oklahoma minus seventeen point five, and Alabama minus twenty eight point five. So that's my big uh, teaser play. Um, and then no, I haven't really looked at any individual games yet. What about you? Anything you like so far? All right, but it really, as a absolute DJ I am, it really took a lot of me to not have 50 bets going into this game or this week. Yep. I've narrowed it down to my favorite, let's okay. say, 30, which is absolutely wild to say. So I have five favorites. So my favorite favorites. I have five dogs that I really love. I have five totals that I like. I have a teaser. I have a parlay. I have three team totals that I think we all need okay. to look at, and I have a couple Go of ahead. props. Get right into it. So I'll, I'll kind of go through it. My 11 a.m. games that I have going on right now, my favorite pick of that was North Carolina State. I was able to get it yesterday at minus 11. Uh, North Carolina State, I actually think it's going to be very, very good this year. I don't think East Carolina has a decent defense. I know the quarterback, uh, who is it, Shane? Shit, I'm blanking out right now. Either way, the quarterback's pretty damn good. He's been there last year. He was... They were a top two team in the ACC, I believe. But I mean, behind Wake Forest, I think they got beat out by Wake to mm-hmm. be in that yeah. spot or pit. I wouldn't be surprised if North Carolina State later in the year actually beats Clemson and gets that top part of the ACC championship. Interesting. So yeah, give me the eleven. I think at the end of the day, it closed at twelve. I still think they'll cover twelve. Not necessarily a big deal there. And then my other early game pick, which is going on right now is Rutgers, plus nine. Now, not sure if you saw in the Rutgers news, not a lot of people get to read about Rutgers often, so I want to be the voice for them. Rutgers quarterback, running back, and tight end are all not going to play this game. Really? There were some uh, behavioral issues, I believe. (laughs) Now, you know it gets weird at Rutgers. But that being said, I believe Gavin Wimsett, he is the highest-ranked quarterback commitment to that program. He most likely will be getting the start today. The fact that they got an extra few points added on to their seven-point dog, damn near making it a ten-point dog. I really love that pick. I got him at nine and a half. If you want to feel comfortable by that extra half point, that might be worth the value there. So that's why I love Rutgers. Any thoughts on that, Joe? Um, I don't know. I'm not I, – I, I need to see it first. I need to see – what Rutgers has before I start to believe in that program because that program has been, you know, the bottom of the bottom tier. What are you talking about? Rutgers is the greatest covering team of all time. It is always And you Rutgers. said they are missing their starting quarterback, running back, and tight end. That's how Rutgers <laughs> plays every week, I feel. And they still cover. Okay. All right. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm just not a believer yet. I'll go down the rest of my favorites here just since we got some of the games for the afternoon. Oklahoma University, they are playing UTEP. Now, week zero UTEP, I saw them. They broke my heart. They look terrible. Oklahoma minus 31 is really – I think they covered that in the first half, and I think when they put in the backups, they're still going to put on points. So that being said, I love Oklahoma minus 31. I also have – OU team total. I have the first half team total, and I think this is an absolute lock. 
24 and a half points. Mm. I think easily they score maybe five touchdowns in the first half to where it's 35 nothing. And you're also going to get that at minus 125. Now, if you like the actual total for the total full game for Oklahoma team total points, it's 44 or 46 and a half points, and you can get that at even money right now. Interesting. Uh, how do you feel about Oklahoma so, first half minus 19? Yeah, I think it's going to be 35 nothing at half. Okay. Uh, Dylan Gabriel uh, is another prop I actually have just since we're on the t- subject. Uh, three touchdowns, three passing touchdowns is plus 130. So that should be a prop you should have, Joe. I think we have the same prop quote yep. myself there. I do like that a lot. That makes me feel warm and fuzzy. Okay. So that being said, my next favorite favorite is Tulsa, minus six and a half on the road at Wyoming. Um, I saw Wyoming get blown up by Illinois. I saw Illinois get beat by Indiana. I think Tulsa's a better team in general. I think Wyoming is probably on the level of what I thought UConn was. So that being said, I think it's an easy pick to have Tulsa to beating them by a touchdown on the road. Tulsa's got sound coach. I think the coach is from one of the Odessa high school coaches. He's been there for about three or four years. I think he won coach of the year a couple of years ago. He's kind of a badass. So easy. Don't even think about it. Tulsa minus six okay. and a half. My next pick is USC. They're playing Rice mm-hmm. University. Pretty simple. They're only favored 33 points. I think that value should be really at the 40-point range. I think you're going to see Lincoln Riley trying to show something. I wouldn't be surprised if USC scores 70 points. Okay. So USC minus 33. And then I have them as one of my team totals. I have them at first half, 27.5. And then full game, 49.5. I think out of my favorites, give me the full game at 50, 49 and a half. They'll easily score 50 tonight. All right. What else you got? Actually, and then add on to that, Caleb Williams, a transfer from Oklahoma. So he's following Lincoln Riley. He's going to know the system pretty well. There's not going to be a rust there, I don't think, or like a learning curve. So Caleb Williams to get three touchdowns tonight at minus 110. That also seems pretty easy. He might get that in the first quarter. Okay. Anything you got on that? No. Uh, one, I don't know if you have what you have for this game, but uh, I was just looking at uh, Coastal Carolina and Army. I don't know. I wish I knew more about the Army team, but Coastal Carolina is a team that I, I think always likes to put up points. Um, you know, I'll tell you right now, Joe, I'm a true American. <laughs> um, I'm not going to go against our armed services. <laughs> Uh, this is very rich coming from the guy who said that he would push his own dad out of a plane if oxygen mass came down. (laughs) I mean, I got to help myself before I help others. So if he's in the way, I'm helping myself first. Come on now, Joe. That's that's in the Bible. But no, I'm not going to go against the armed service. I'm not going to bet that game. I love America. Uh, Joe, you're kind of coming off as a communist. Uh, I'm just coming off as a guy who likes to win money. That's all. Um, other games. No, but honestly, I do like Coastal Carolina. I think they have a good defense. Uh, if anything, I like the under at 54 on that game. I imagine them 
a lot of time of possession on that. I think Army's a running team. I think Coastal Carolina's good defense. 54 seems like a high number for that game, so maybe that's a lean I have there. Okay. What about uh, what do you got for uh, Ohio State Notre Dame? Ooh, game of the day. So yesterday, I made a lot of my picks mm-hmm. yesterday. I got Notre Dame at 17 and a half. I see that number is now flipped to minus six or to 16 and a half. Uh, yes. So I really. I read a lot about this game. So top five matchups opening week. Typically, the dog wins. They, they're three and zero in the last three same times that's happened. Okay. I like Ohio State's offense. I think they're going to score a lot of points. Um, I think Notre Dame is going to at least hang in there, though. So I got Notre Dame at plus seventeen and a half. I think uh, Marcus Freeman is going to. Get the boys buzzing. He's already talking about the spread. He's already letting them know. That's bulletin board material. He's open about that. I think the boys will be a little hyped. I would probably lean maybe be uh, – no, my pick is Notre Dame plus 17.5, but now that it's at 16, it kind of makes me nervous to take that. So I wouldn't tell you to take that or anybody else. Okay. But maybe if you're looking at some totals here, team totals, Ohio State at 36.5. Really? That's a, that's a it's a high number. Yeah, I, not... it is a high number, but the over under just to kind of give you a heads up on this game is fifty eight. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I think this is one I'm I'm just gonna stay away because again I just I don't feel supremely confident about like all scenarios are are on play for me. Uh, Notre Dame could come out and look amazing. They could come out and look terrible. Uh, I think Ohio State would be the one that would lean towards coming out looking amazing, but yeah, just like you said, it's the very first game of the season. You you have no idea. Uh, I would I guess lean towards taking the points on that. And that's and yeah, honestly, that's why I'm also going Notre Dame. I don't. There might be some rust with this Ohio State team. They didn't really get a preseason game. I do think Notre Dame has nothing to lose. That's kind of the attitude that they got going in. That's a little nerve-wracking. And that's why I'm like, hey, I like the 17 and a half. I don't like the 16 and a half. So I'm stick good with that. I wouldn't tell anybody or advise anybody to take plus 16. That point is huge. That's a big number there. Okay. So that is my thoughts on that. I do like the over. Maybe kick back, bet the over 58. That's Kick your feet up, have a beer. That's going to be a fun game okay. to watch. Uh, this is just going to be a random question, but from what you're looking at, what do you think is the worst line of the day? The line that makes no sense. Why is it like this? What's happening? What? See, it's Texas at minus 38. Interesting. 38's a, not a, a low number. It's not. I think it's way too high. I... I'm not a huge ULM fan. Let me get that straight. I, I do love Texas <laughs> right. Longhorn football. It is my joy. I will be at the game there. I will have boots on the ground reporting from there and letting y'all know what I think as it happens quarter by quarter. Now, here's what I've noticed with a lot of Texas football, and I'm sure you remember last year in the five and seven year. That is a first half team. The all gas, no breaks mantra that they have is an absolute crock of shit. Uh, 
they are all gassed and then slam on the emergency brake once the uh, first half starts. Yep. Second half starts. So that thirty-seven and a half does terrify me. I think that lo- that's a terrible line. If it were me, I would probably say make it twenty. I was gonna say twenty-five would make so, it a better. Actually, so you're gonna be there today at the UT game. What's best case scenario? Anything over twenty-one point win? So here's my. If you won by fourteen today, would you be upset? I'd actually. This is what I'm going to break down because next week we have Alabama. We already have a look ahead game, and I just want everybody to be okay. Uh, If you, because this is what I think is going to happen. Watching tonight, first half, you're going to see Quinn Ewers. I expect three touchdowns from him, maybe one pick. Bijan Robinson, he is going to get one touchdown and a half. They are going to bench him. Uh, they're going to probably get the backups going just to kind of have like a preseason game once they're up on ULM. Uh, take Xavier Worthy if that's a prop to get one passing touchdown, maybe two. Uh, they're going to probably test out Hudson Carr in the second half. That's why I don't like that spread as well. So at the end of the day, if they do, like to back to your question, if they win by 14, I'm not happy. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that Alabama game week two. But I do like this. I do like the UT to score 52 and a half. Wow. And that is at plus 132. If they do not score 50 points, I'm <laughs> What if they win 49-42? I'm selling my tickets next week. Uh, I will not go to the Alabama game. I will... I don't even want to be around you. I just want to be You're... at home in a rage cage watching the UT football game alone and throwing stuff in my own house. That is what's going to be happening. Like, But I, Texas defense hasn't been great. That's like I'm saying. It's the fucking emergency break of the all guests. No break. I can promise you if this game is close my... in the second half, there will be a private text between uh, Post and myself being like, should we check on Jordan? Should we like, do we want to reach out to Gloria? Do we want to like, uh, you know, like, you know, what can we do? If y'all don't hear from me in 24 hours, y'all can call the authorities. If okay. Not a missing person. Okay. Um, but other than that, nothing, just mental stability on UT football. That's how it's based, you know? Gotcha. Um, I'm going to go to my dogs or, oh, wait, I got one more favorite pick that I do like, and it's going to be the Monday night game. And then we'll go on to kind of my crazy okay. picks. Clemson at Georgia Tech. I have them at minus 23. This is a neutral site game, I believe. Let me double check okay. that real quick. But I don't know how Georgia Tech is still a in the ACC as an actual football program. How have y'all not dropped Um One, I would be glad to. They always thwart us like every fourth year. Somehow FSU goes up there and <laughs> just fumbles away. Uh, an easy win. Um, two, now that they're not in the uh, triple threat offense anymore, they're kind of really just Boston College of the South. I mean, yeah, it's when these conference realigns. I don't know how you, like Boston College is still a thing, Georgia Tech is still a thing. They need to go to like some swag conference or some basically make them MAC teams. I don't really care. I'm tired of watching them on Sundays. Uh, I do have a live update for you. Um, oh, Boston College, 7, Rutgers, 0. Uh, 
Also, Rutgers has had three different people throw a pass. All three have th- have thrown thing. one pass. <laughs> so it's that Greg Sciarano creative coaching right there. Yeah, man. I guess uh, we'll see. Um, all right, anything else? We got Utah, Florida, Oregon, Georgia. Any strong feelings either way on those? Uh, Utah, Georgia. I'm sorry, yep. Utah, Florida, right? Um, yesterday I got them at three, and I even bought a point, so I got them. Florida plus three and a half for minus one twenty. I think it's really hard to win at the swamp, and if you're giving me the points, I'll probably buy a little for an extra ten cents. So I got that three and a half and minus one twenty. I think that is my pick, and that I don't think you're going to get that today. Unfortunately, I think they're down to two and a half already. I'm checking right now. Yeah, they're down at already two and a half as of this moment. Wow. People really uh, betting against the Mormons. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just, I'm, I'm pretty anti-Pac-12. I think we've discussed this. I think that's a very weak conference that gets a lot of hype for no yeah. fucking reason. So that that ranking at, what, 11? Mm-hmm. Or, what? A, yeah, 11 is, means nothing. Okay. Me. Now, I could be wrong. I could be eating a lot of shit today. I already see East Carolina beating North Carolina State. So, looking good so far, hey. Uh, my next couple picks for dogs, uh, I do want to talk about your Florida State. Oh, boy. Game. This is a neutral site. This is going to be uh, Okay, but hey, let's just – it's New Orleans and LSU. I don't know how neutral really that would – you know, can consider that one, but sure. Okay. It's not in Baton Rouge. All right. What's best case scenario for you for you on this? Uh, I mean, the best case scenario is we win by one point. Like that, I, anything after that is just gravy. Um, I think it's probably going to be a close game. Um, I don't think it's maybe going to be quite the fireworks of years past. I kind of like some of the unders in this game, either the first half under or the overall under, um, and. I think it's going to be a little bit closer than people think. I don't know. It's probably going to come down the fourth uh, fourth quarter, and whatever team is is more composed is going to put together a drive and pull ahead. And hopefully, that is uh, the Florida State Seminoles. And if not, I'll just silently cry later tonight. Well, it'll be tomorrow night. That's Sunday, so that's your Sunday night football for the game. Uh, I can tell you if if they do win. I mean, I'm going to need to charge my phone for the amount of texts that are going to be going out <laughs> of like, hey, we're back. <laughs> what, uh, at what point do we look at uh, ACC championship tickets? Uh, you know, all the, the fun things that we do as uh, college football fans when we dream big. No, for sure. So I actually really like Florida State at plus three. Um, I got them. Pretty early when they this game got announced and when it that first hit the books, I got them at three and a half. Um, a lot of kids transferred from LSU. A lot of kids aren't weren't with Brian Kelly. Like when Brian Kelly left, you didn't see a lot of Notre Dame kids leave. I think, and especially since Florida State had a week zero game and they looked great. Now it was against a shit school, but they did look good. That's a good preseason game. 
I think, I really think that the three and a half is a gift by the books. Um, I also really like the money line on this. I think Florida State wins outright. I think Brian Kelly's an absolute <laughs> shit coach. I think you're betting with the, the, betting with your heart the there. I'm a little worried. <laughs> we all want Brian Kelly to lose because we want to see the disaster. I don't trust the family, man. I don't trust them. I don't think that they're going to be – I. Give me Florida State. I that might be my favorite pick of the week at three and a half. I like your team. Your running back. I don't like the hamstring no. celebration. No, that's probably the last time you'll see that. So I do want to go over my parlay okay. that I have here. This is I don't know what the odds are. It's changed now at this point. I have OU minus thirty one. I have Florida State at plus three and a half. Then I have the Notre Dame and Ohio State over at 58. Okay. That is my parlay. I think it's at uh, 331 odds now. My lock of the day is going to be USC minus 33. I think bet the house on that. Bet your kids' college funds. Double it up. 401ks, all that good stuff. Uh, totals, or team totals. I'm trying to think of my other, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place right now. My other props that I didn't really get to, uh, Bo Nix, two touchdowns today. against. How is Georgia. Bo Nix still <laughs> in college football? This man is it's like COVID, man. You, we have six or seven the years. Jerry McNamara, McNamara on Syracuse, who I swear played for like nine years in college. Uh, he's got the this current award. Let's see. Um, what else? Uh, what else do you have in the parlay? Anything? No, it's, those are my three picks. I don't go anything higher than three. You, you, my, you're, ugh, you're the madman that puts in like eight legs. Oh no, I don't no, really no, no, believe no. In that. I, I think a bookie gets a hard on every time he sees a yeah, parlay. I, I like to do four. Four is my sweet spot for parlays. Gotcha. Other than that, Joe, I really ha- – oh, last pick. I'm sorry. I see it right, written down here. In this Texas-ULM game, at plus 180, give me a defensive or special teams touchdown. I think that is pretty – that's guaranteed. Either Quinn Ewers is going to throw a pick six, rookie guy, true freshman basically, or Texas just has stout defense. One of the two could happen at plus 160 or 170. I think I got it. Should be good to go. I think it's at 180 now. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, key marquee matchups we didn't get to. Uh, Cincinnati and Arkansas. I don't know how to go with that. Uh, Arkansas is a tough place to play. I think seven points is a very odd number. Any thoughts on that? No. I mean, it does look a little weird. I'll put it that way. But it's not weird enough to where I'm like, oh, this is the odds are definitely in my favor. This is uh, still a stay away for me. Yeah, other game I'm looking at that I'm like, eh, kind of on the fence on. Houston at UTSA. The Roadrunners were a lock last year almost every single week. Covering spreads left and right. Undefeated until, like, what, the last week of the season? Yep. Lost their bowl game. At home, they're a four-point dog. Uh, I kind of like it. 
I know the Houston coach, he was the old West Virginia guy in blank of Dana. Blank uh, I can't remember how to say his last name. It's like uh, Holgerson, Holgerson, yeah. Holgerson, I'm sorry. Dana Holgerson. He seems to have Houston back on track as a football powerhouse. I just – I think I read in somewhere Dave Campbell's Texas College Magazine that he's got that Houston quarterback as the number one quarterback in Texas. Hmm. I just say that's all hype. I'm going to go against everybody on that pick. Just go against the public. Give me UTSA plus four. That's going to be my kind of contrarian pick at that point. UTSA is, until proven otherwise, I'm going to keep betting UTSA. Okay. But yeah, at the end of the day, those are all my picks. Joe, you got anything you want to share picks so that you're looking at? In baseball, I have a, a few I like. Um, right now, I'm looking. I haven't even looked at baseball since the <laughs> Um one interesting thing is I always like to see when there's a big discrepancy uh, between the money line and the spread. So, for example, like the Mets, money line is minus 375, right? They got Scherzer going. They're at home against the Nationals, and it looks like for now the Mets' bats have woke up. But the minus one and a half is only minus 165. So I'm putting that in into a, a little parlay there um, just because I think it makes sense to do that versus the – money line when the money line is so high um yeah for sure let's look at that real quick i'm actually going to pull up that game on the matchup yeah uh because i i'm a big team totals guy in baseball i've been hitting on those pretty consistently yeah the mets right now are at a four wow. and a half four and a half team total i think last night they got what eight runs yeah Cruz, and i'm looking at the nationals pitcher right now patrick corbin he is patrick corbin my favorite pitcher to fade He's got a 6.56 ERA. Uh, yeah, let's fucking lock that yep. in. Mets minus four, plus four, over four and a half. That's easy yep. money right there. Um, and then I also like um, tonight uh, Brewers Diamondbacks, no score first inning. Um, Ooh. And then some of the other stuff I'm putting in some some parlays. Mariners, Orioles, money lines tonight. Rangers, Red Sox over nine. Uh, and then I uh, also took... Yeah, we we already discussed this, but Oklahoma minus nineteen first half. I like it. Cool. Uh, I'm looking at other things right now. Not very prepared on baseball. My apologies, guys. But Adam Wainwright maybe minus one and a half. Cardinals and Cubs. That seems like a really yeah. good pick. Cardinals are fucking hitting the ball. Arenado and Goldschmidt are basically fighting on the same team for the NL MVP. Yep. Drew Smiley absolutely gets lit up. I think he was, as a former Ranger, I know. Yeah, that seems like one of my picks as well. So I'm going to go Mets over four and a half runs tonight. Give me the Red Sox over team total. I believe it's at four and a half as well. Going to double check that. I don't really care. The Rangers haven't announced a pitcher yet, so we may not even see that on the books. If it's at eight, I would still take the over. It most likely would be around four or five, that okay. range. I. That seems like another good team total for the Red Sox. They've been hitting the ball pretty well lately. They're back. Hopefully they make a run at that division. I'm trying to look at anything else. I mean, I've been just too damn distracted by base college football. Yeah, I mean, I was just—I just wanted to throw that in at the end. We do have a, a pretty good, decent uh, slate of baseball games here, so hopefully we're not 
checking back in six hours to make up for our college uh, <laughs> miscues. But uh, yeah. All right, North Carolina State just tied it up. All right, we're good. We're looking okay. That twelve still looking nice. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, anything else you got for today? That's all. That's all I got, man. Hopefully. We all come back here. We recap on Tuesday, I yep. believe. We'll discuss our wins and losses. We'll discuss what pissed us off this weekend. I'll be yep. on full tilt based on how UT does, so you might get a very big reaction out of and me. And we'll have uh, a fun little NFL preview this week. Uh, and then, of course, going into next weekend, week two of college football, when really it feels like college football hits its sweet spot for me, at least. Um, yeah. I'll be on edge week two, uh, but week one for NFL, it's going to be pretty exciting. So we'll have pretty Jekyll and Hyde over here on how I'm going to feel on my two teams in football. We might have to do like a, a Saturday morning, super early. George has been up since 4 a.m. The, uh, the kickoff is in three hours uh, for Texas, Alabama. All kidding aside, I might be up at 4 a.m. at the yes. tailgates. That's an 11 a.m. kick for UT Alabama. Yep. So I might be out there. I might be helping smoke some barbecue. Nice. That might be a 24 event, 24 hour event for me. And I might be. Y'all don't talk to me on Sunday morning. That's 9 11. Well, that's don't the opening weekend of, of NFL. We'll be, yeah, we'll be at your place uh, pretty early for that. So. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Jesus. All right. Well, guys, I hope everybody wins their bets today. Hopefully, we helped you go on a lean to a lock, anything like that. Joe, any last uh, Nope, just excited for the day. And uh, make sure to uh, follow us on Twitter, at Goose and Gambles. Uh, and also uh, send this podcast to all your friends. Y'all have a good day today and hook them. See you guys.